I got my Lamborghini with my gold plated this. Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Yeah, boys, right back at you, straight to Dome. You already know all that noise. What's going on? What's cracking? Yo. Happy Valentine's Day, bitches. Happy Valentine's Day. And who better to spend it with than your, your favorite bad boys? I couldn't think of anybody else I love more than in the world than you two guys. I'll just tell you that right now. Damn right. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. Right, now, huh? right here, from the bottom of my heart. The cold black heart. I'd much, I'd much rather be doing the podcast than, than getting deep in uh, <laughs> my wife's <laughs> apple pie. Get up in those guts. Uh, apple pie. <laughs> Tony's like, I'll be right back. I feel like Tony's already got this week's podcast. <laughs> yeah, some more. Yeah, so, yeah. You good over there, Tony? What's going on? Uh, oh, yeah. Where? Uh, where's yeah. my? We're off to an early start. Yeah, we're off to an early start. Yeah, I'm in the living. Oh, yeah. I'm all. I'm Mr. Whiskey for the last. I don't know month or so. There you go. Get it. Yeah, get the party started. We. Uh, I'm. Re- I'm recording live. Not live, but recording in the living room. It's pitch black because everyone's sleeping and Amy's studying upstairs. So she's got the computer upstairs. Um, but yeah, we are, no matter what, we'll, we'll, we'll set it up even until Valentine's Day. Like you said, Harley, they could take a break, right? They're with us all the time, you know? This, yeah. This, 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 feel the yeah. love right here? There's the love right here. I got enough but love for you, babe. Uh-huh. He's dead. <laughs> Off. There you go. Episode 346 on this Valentine's Day, Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. That's your cue, Mr. Whiskey. <laughs> all right. I had, uh, I had some te- te- technical difficulties there for a second. I am uh, Bad Boy number two, Marcus Burnett, Harley Martin. All right. I can't do it. Can't do it this episode. we can't do the podcast without Mr. Tony, aka MCP. That's right, fellas. That's right, fellas. So, did you guys did you guys celebrate Valentine's Day? What you guys do? I um, I worked today. Yeah, and uh, not really that's no that. that's no Valentine's Day special. Although one student did give me a Valentine's Day, there which I go. thought was very nice of her. She was she's uh, was very nice. So. Um, yeah, I, obviously I obviously won't give her name out on the podcast, but uh, if one day I hope to God you're not listening, thank you very much for the Valentine's Day card. <laughs> Did you get a Valentine's uh, card from Mr. Principal Anderson who wants to stick it in your pooper? Jesus Christ, no. Okay, but uh, yeah, good show. When is the second season of that coming out? What I was talking about, Billy Madison. Oh, I was thinking about? of vice pre- vice principals. Oh no. You remember Valentine's Day and Billy Madison? Everyone's passing the cards. And then the little girls are passing the cards. They have a crush, crush on Billy. And then the very last one's like a really nice one. He opens it up and it says... Uh, like, oh. oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Fuck, man, it's not as funny. You have to explain the whole goddamn joke of the movie. No, well, it's funny because I've referenced that movie with with one of my aides. Um, he's a movie buff, and uh, he's about the same age, and so we reminisce of all the classic comedies and action movies from the nineties. You know, yeah, and. Uh, so we have snack. I'll try not to make the story too long, but at the end of school, we bring all the kids in to the cafeteria and we give them a little snack. Little snack and the pack, snack pack. usually consists of, you know, like some some graham crackers or some raisins and a little and a carton of milk. Yeah. yeah. So whenever they hand out the milk, I always look to my aide. I don't, I don't want to give any names though. Oh. And I go, "How about you, Cyburns? Want some of this milk?" <laughs> Yeah, and then he always whispers under his breath. He goes, "Rather have a beer." <laughs> Nailed it. So it's it's perfect. It's so funny. I mean, it's like we throw that joke. I mean, if the joke doesn't get old, like right. we just yeah, it's every good old. It out there every every you know. Yeah. So it's good time. Well, while you miss Bond, would you like some of this milk? <laughs> oh, that's so. awesome. So you worked. You went to school. That's it. You got one Valentine's. Well, the you know the wife gave me some chocolates and, and a very nice card that said how much she would pay somebody to have me assassinated, and oh, and I take that as a compliment. Nice, very good. I think she might have overheard that, babe. Did you overhear that? Not until I get the life insurance policy. There you go. Not until I get the life insurance policy. Um, <laughs> we're married, so you get the motorcycles if I die. I know, but that's not enough. Oh, see, you guys hear that? Yeah. You get the house. That's not enough. Jesus Christ, yeah. woman! What do you got to do? Fuck's sake, man! Savage, yo. Do I do I need to make a mold of my junk? Yeah. See, there it is. Folks. What? What? What'd she say? Dang! I need still to make not a enough, mold bro. of my junk. She said, "Still not enough." Did you hear? She whispered in the back. No, I think I heard something different, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> My junk. See, there it is, people. Damn, you heard it right there. Three hundred and forty-six. Harley's junk. Harley's junk coming at. You. Respect Harley's junk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. It's a dick in a box. Oh man. What'd you do, MCP? That worked. Yeah. How romantic. Yeah. Did, you did you get like a, like a BJ or something? Yeah. <laughs> we went out to um, uh, Panda. You know that's our thing, mm-hmm. and that and we uh, we played Pokemon. That's about as romantic as it got. Wow! <laughs> I have a hard on from here to Oregon. I can tell you that, my friend. <laughs> Woo! I'm busting oh, out yeah. of my jeans with all this Pokemon talk. <laughs> <laughs> Make a mold quick, hurry! <laughs> oh man, I got that beat. I was up. Uh, it was business as usual, man. Taking kids to school, picking kids up from school, oh, taking yeah. them to school rock, picking them back from school rock, taking Amy to school. <laughs> oh man! But on Monday, I did have the boys make Amy some Valentine's cards, so they made that. This morning, we handed them out to her, and I got a little heart shaped uh, box full of Reese's pieces because she loves Reese's. Not pieces, I mean Reese's. Just Reese's by themselves are the ones with the little wrappers you got open, right? Pieces of the little ones. So I had those, and of course the kids want to eat them, so we're sharing them all. And then, and then when, went, when I went to pick her up to go take her to school, she made me this cool ass big old Valentine's card with all these cool horror movie references, like uh, 
I posted on Facebook. I'll read a couple of them here. It's pretty. Yeah, funny. I saw that. You saw that? Yeah, that was, that was cool. Like one of my favorites was a picture of the human centipede, the three people, like the diagram. It says we have a special connection. Or uh, a, sh- a big big sharknado says you are the shark to my tornado. And uh, one of the cool like misfits crimson ghost says die die my darling, but not really. <laughs> and one of my other favorites is uh. Uh, Keeper selling from Lost Boys says, I'd be lost without you with the Lost Boys font. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. So that was a lot of fun. That was, that was really cool to get. Um, but, yeah, man, it's just been nonstop. Just uh, getting the kids to bed and just, uh, you know, just like a regular day. Maybe. Were they all, was uh, crew all, crew's at school, obviously, right? Yeah. So is he all hopped up on uh, candy? Oh, yeah, they all were. They all had their. Dude, well, you know me, like I got to deal with all these little bastards. I mean, lovely children (laughs) after school where they don't let the kids eat candy during school. Right. So they've they've had all this shit in their bags. Mm -hmm. Burning all at once. And the second I get them, they're like, "Ah!" it's like school's out for summer. So they just fucking start. I, I literally texted Chris earlier. I was like. I swear to God, I think these kids are like trying to break the world record for how much candy they can consume in a two-hour period. It's fucking nuts, man. I literally see a girl sitting there on her computer just eating candy back to back to back to back. I was gaining weight just watching her, (laughs) and I developed diabetes for an hour just watching her. Diabetes. And, I mean... You know, and I'm like, fuck's sake, kid. It's like it's like another Halloween for them. So um what was a single day appreciation too? You had the kid that didn't get anything? They're all upset. Uh no. No, I, I did get the kid break down into tears today. Um oh. his mom died of cancer a couple years ago. Oh. He's a kindergartner. Oh god, did you say she's uh, dead? You know, what? No, I said man up. Little bitch. Oh. <laughs> um, no, no. It was like he said something, and then there was a bunch of like couple. There was like two or three third graders around them, and they didn't know that his mom died, and so they said something. You know what it was? Is there's this like all the second and third graders right now are this big on your mom. Right. They don't like actually have anything else to add. Right. You know what I mean? But they're just like your mom. Yeah. So they said it to the little kindergartner. And so he just started breaking down into tears, and I was like, uh, "Hey, kids!" So I sent the but I sent the little kid to do a little errand for me to distract him, so he wouldn't have to deal with these fucking kids. And so I told him, "I'm like, I'm like, yeah, his mother died a couple years ago from cancer." And he was, and one of the kids literally said, "Well, it was like years ago, so like he should be over it." And I was like, I'm like, really? I I was I, I I mean yeah. uh, it was yeah I couldn't understand. I mean, you choke slam on the fucking lunch count lunch table. I should have. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, I'm sorry. I wanted, yeah, bring it down. Yeah, kids can be hard. Yeah, kids can be broke. Yeah. For sure, kids especially are, dumb kids. Kids are dumb. Yeah. Don't have them, Tony. Well, it was funny before we started recording. I asked Tony. I said, uh, "Hey, has uh, Lady brought up the whole kids thing yet?" He's like, "Oh yeah, talks about it all the time." 
Oh, really? About how she doesn't, how she doesn't <laughs> how want she to have one. Doesn't want oh, to have kids. That means, ex- that means exactly opposite. Every day she's <laughs> like, okay, reason 572. I think it's, are we, are we at 72 or 73? <laughs> Not to have kids. I don't buy that for a second. Fonzo, remind the listeners the conversation you and I had the night of your wedding. <laughs> <I'm trying> to <laughs> <remember>. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I think I think you said, did you say like when you come back, I'll have like ten kids or something? I said something like, "So when are you gonna have your first kid?" And you, you were like, "Oh no, 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 we're not." Yeah, not been like years, been like years. And then like two weeks later, you're like, "Yeah, Amy's pregnant." Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." That happens. Hey, that happens, you know. Well, no, shit. Life happens. It's awesome. Um, well, I was telling Tony. Yeah, exactly. It's not like Tony doesn't have sibling boys that are going to procreate. So if Tony never procreates little MCP juniors, <laughs> the the name will still go. Right. It'll still carry on. You know what I mean? Sure. The world will be okay. The last thing we need is more fucking coders in this world anyways. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, no I mean, for real, Tony. Seriously. Tony, you get... I agree. You got... Yeah, see? see? We, we just need one right. one AI, one Skynet. We don't need more coders. That's right. That's right. And, and you are the one and only Skynet we need. <laughs> Fuck, we're doomed, Fonzo. Right. Hey, I've been friends this whole life. You better not forget us. Yeah, don't, don't worry. You, you'll be the first to go so you don't suffer. Oh, appreciate oh, that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Jesus Happy Christ. Valentine's Day to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> going to catch a new Judgment Day coming at you. No faith for what we make for ourselves. Oh, man. All I right. Say, I say it to Chris all the time. Anyways, sorry. Do you ever carve it at school? <laughs> at lunch bench? <laughs> Sit there with a big old blade, carve it. <laughs> I should. And ironically, it'd be so poignant for so many of these kids. Well, you can actually live that moment, too. You can be in school. You can do that Sarah Connor, hold on to the fence while you explode. Yeah. The kids are there. Yeah, because that one. I'm sure that's appropriate Terminator 2. Hey. <laughs> that part was scary, bro. So was scary. Yeah, that's my that point. I can't play that shit at school. Uh, <laughs> that's state laws and shit. That sucks. Let's see what we got going on. What do we see? Any extras? What do we all see? We all saw John Wick one, right? I think we all saw John Wick one. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we call it one? It's just John Wick. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, the second one's chapter two, so this must be chapter one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say it though. Now let me ask you this, fellas. Uh, now, Fonzo, you've how many times have you seen John Wick chapter one? Watch that shit all the time. So you've seen it more than two or three times? Mm-hmm. And hold on, i got to fucking close the door to my bathroom because the leaky-ass toilet keeps coming on and distracting me. Tony, how many times have you seen Chapter 1? Twice. Two. Okay, and so this was my second time seeing it, too. And what'd you think? Are you getting ready for the part two? Is that what you were doing? Yeah, yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, much. let's 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 review the first one and we'll go into the second one. Okay. 
because they are so similar in so many ways. Well, I mean, and they, 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 the second one continues right off the first with like oh, yeah. the same, like the same cuts on his face are <laughs> the same spot. It's like, it's the same scars or not the yeah, same scars, no but the same scabs that are left over from the first one. That's where the second one starts off. Yeah. An ex hitman comes out of retirement to track down the gangsters that took everything from him. And, uh, yeah, his, we find out in the very beginning his wife dies and she leaves him one last gift of this little puppy for him to take care of for someone, something for him to love. And then, uh, meets fucking Theon Greyjoy and his old bitches asking about his car and wants to buy it from him. He says it's not for sale. He gets all pissed off. Go to his house and fucking jacket. They kill him and his fucking dog. I mean, I don't kill Wick, but I mean, they beat him bad, but they kill his dog. And it's like, and then before that, they, they do the, like greatest job of making sure like that that dog is the most adorable, cutest dog in the world, right? And you oh, fall in yeah. love with it in the first like thirty seconds, um, and then when he fucking kicks him, you're like, yeah, they deserve to die. All of, they all deserve to die, and I hope they burn it out. I hope um, they burn it out. So, um, and then John Wick does what he does best with his fucking kung fu and just takes out motherfuckers with the most perfect cheat code uh, headshots to like hit every headshot, and uh, it's yeah. it's amazing. The choreograph the chore- the choreography is incredible. And it, and it's and it's filmed perfectly, so you can see everything, see it happen in front of you. It's not shaky camera; like thirteen cuts. To it's not like Liam Neeson jumping over a fence with thirteen cuts. It's actually you can see all that, the action. Yeah, remind me of that with when we review the second one because there was a scene where I was like, "Wow, where's the? Why isn't the camera going fucking ADHD on me right now? Like this is it's subtle." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, no, you know. Yeah, this was a surprise. Like it came out of nowhere. Like we were like Keanu Reeves, John Wick. We saw a trailer. We're like, oh, this is kind of cool, cool little action movie. We weren't, we weren't ready. We weren't ready for John Wick. No, we weren't. Correct. Yeah, we appreciate it. Keanu Reeves, your goddamn national treasure. At fifty plus <laughs> years old, you're doing this shit. Bravo, yeah. sir. John Wick to me gets a goddamn Slater. That's what I have to say. For me, it still gets a high dollar. Maybe that's because I'm old and I'm a little. I don't know. There. You know, it is what it is, so to speak. Um, it is what it is. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Your monocle is uh, off your eyeball. But it is a very sort of modern day version of, you know, those 80s. Um, yeah, which you I know, love. Stallone we'll and Schwarzenegger of. films. Kind yeah. of, you know, it's like Commando and stuff like that. And so. Yes. Um, but you don't love Commando? No, I I love Commando. It's a fucking Slater. Um, What's the problem? Nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong yeah, inherently with the wrong movie. With and there's enough sort of tug on your heartstrings, like you said, with the dog and stuff like that. Um, and in some ways, I, I I think the first film is is better than the second film. Interesting. Yeah, um, but. Ultimately, uh, it's it, it's a very very good film in the sense of it 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 does exactly what it's trying to do and it doesn't try to do a whole lot, but it sort of tries to bring back bring back bring back, <laughs> bring back that whole like gunkana um, or you know if there's a better term for it correct me gunfu yeah gunfu thank you. Um, the very sort of hand-to-hand gun combat, so to speak, you know, mm-hmm. and but it's it's also very rated R, so there's a lot of 
you know, blood work and, and some of it's CG, but for the most part, I think they do a pretty good job of sort of. That's the second one that didn't use CG. Like they went with squibs. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, the look is good. Like you said, it's, it doesn't have all that stupid fucking shaky cam bullshit. Um, you know, and so the, the martial arts, obviously we do get some hand to hand combat. We get a little more, I think, in the second one. Um, but the hand-to-hand combat feels very, like, real, like, authentic. It doesn't feel like Jackie Chan jumping off walls and shit. It's right, not right. cinematic as opposed right. to it looks more it's MMA. More like, yeah, more real, yeah. Yeah, it's I'm going to fucking punch this guy in the eyeball and fucking kick him in the nuts. And, like a big dude coming you know, up and you shoot him in the ankle and drop him down to my size. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so... It feels it feels a little more. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, it feels more authentic. <laughs> there you go. Um, there you go. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Hi, Dolly. Are we the second one now? Or there we go. <laughs> no, right. no, no, no. I haven't talked about both. Yeah. So, yeah, Ponzo, you, Ponzo, you gave John Wick a Slater, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. That was a hell yeah. You, oh hell yeah! Tell him why, Tony. You guys said it. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a fun ass movie, man. It like you said, John Wick just comes out and he's back, fucking kicking mm-hmm. ass, man. I know. I want the prequel to this. I mean, right? I feel yeah. like I feel like this is the movie where that would be we... interesting. Take for part three it would be a, a prequel instead of going further. That's a good point. Well, and, you know, without spoiling the chapter two. Well, yeah, let's get into the um, second one. Then, yeah, like yeah said, you can see why talking. they call it chapter two. Right. Um, so, interestingly In the enough. beginning, too, when there was that car chase scene, it was a little shady camp. So, it was like, you're like, oh. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, it's going to be like this. But no, once it got into the action, it was, like, awesome. And then, like, these cool little homages to other action flicks. There's, like, all these Easter eggs you can find about the movie that. Right, um, yeah. Yeah. When um, the director was saying, he's like, no, nothing is like um, accidental. If it's in there, it's put in there for a reason. So in the first one, where he's in that club scene, and he's killing off all those dudes with red shirts and the suits, kind of on the watch, like Star Trek, like that whole story oh, the about red like, shirts. Yeah, the red okay. shirts always dying. So that's that was that was there. Um, in part two, chapter two, there's that uh, mirror room scene, uh, Enter the Dragon. So I, exactly. Cool. Yeah. When I watched that scene, I was totally like, "This is such an homage to Enter the Dragon or Return of the Dragon." Excuse me, um, but it wasn't a like a bad rip off of it. It was just a slight wink to it, and I thought it was appropriate. It was it was effectual, but also not in insensitive or you know what I mean, like a rip off of it, so to speak. Right? You say sexual. No, ineffectual. Oh, is that a word, Tony? Can we look it up? Yes. Judges. <laughs> well, he is a teacher, so I should believe him. I guess he's smarter than me. So, no, I'm not a teacher. Oh. <laughs> I, I am a glorified babysitter. Oh, okay, that's right. I'm sorry. You're right. That's what it says in your name tag. It's a long name tag, by the way. It does. It just says it does Mr. Martin, <laughs> glorified babysitter. <laughs> it doesn't really roll off the tongue there. <laughs> it's abbreviated, man. That'd be cool. Like MCP. I, I do have one. I do have one parent who comes and picks up his kids, and he calls me Mister Teacher. <laughs> now, with all due respect, I think he's an ex junkie, but 
he does say, he does go as my child today and i'm like it's fine i picture like, <laughs> i picture him looking like jesse pinkman for some reason we it's yeah i don't, I don't want to say too much okay this guy the guy that doesn't want to say much he says a lot doesn't he I say I do. That's what I'm saying. I, I can't say anymore. I ain't the one to gossip, but you ain't heard that from me. No, you gossip. You go to her house and the fucking dust is so thick, cockroaches be riding around in new buggy. <laughs> well, you ain't heard that from me. <laughs> don't, nobody say nothing about Mrs. Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't, nobody say anything about John Wick, though, man. See, I think what worked a lot in the first one is the whole revenge aspect of it, right? Like in the second yeah. one, he's sure. kind of like, Forced to do this, and it, it could be like, uh, it's like, how do we get John Wick back? Right, in the action? first one, they steal his car and they kill his dog. Fucking dog, and he Everybody goes on a rampage. And he gets a new dog, but he doesn't get his car back. Yeah, what's up, John Luzamo? Right, so so that was the end of John. Uh, he did say go back Christmas two thousand and thirty. He did, to be fair. Yeah, um, <laughs> but the second one started off with. Oh, that's right. He did, they still have his his car. So for me, the start was as still like a continuation of the revenge of the first one. It's like you you took my car, you took my dog. I paid you back for my dog. Now I'm gonna get my car back. So it felt yeah, like it was a it good up in the first five minutes. But he got it in the first five minutes, and I'm just like shit. So so what's what's the fuck's the rest of the movie? Like yeah. it just I'm like shit. Like I couldn't figure. Like I was just scratching my head. Um and, and and yeah, it, de- it definitely changed tone um, when the plot for the second movie kicked in with the marker. I mean, it was it was cool to see. And I, and I was telling Lainey this, that the, the coolest part of John Wick Chapter two is the pulling back the curtain of that world of the assassins. You know, like yeah. how, like they, you saw so many more little things and how he interacts and what the coins buy and like all the different yeah. guns and the different code words for oh and what about dessert and you know for the for the for the blades, um, mm-hmm. like the suits. Well, that's and, all just like bullshit code talk, so to speak. Yes, but, but it's still it's like a peek into that world, and that was kind of like the, the, yeah. defined, the love, love the code. It, it was a lot of fun to watch that. Um, well, that was what's cool about the first one. There was that mystery about the whole the hotel. Right, the first one had had a had a currency, and you're like, of hey, that world. Still, yeah, there's still more into that world. Yeah, and then yeah. they just kind of opened the you know the pulled back the curtains and like, like there's a lot more, um, yeah. which is really cool. Like the old school, like all the rockabilly like receptionists working with like right. old school green screen Max, like to send yeah, out texts yeah, to everybody. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. okay, so when the plot to the second one was that um, it they reveal. That that big impossible task that he did in the first movie, he didn't do it without help. And not only that, he had to use this like all powerful marker that he had to get something to happen. And so the guy, the, the way the markers work is that you, 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 when you ask someone to do you a favor with a marker, they now can ask you to do a favor later. Right. Yeah. And so that's essentially it's like that old sort of samurai. I owe you my life. Right. You saved my life. So Mm -hmm. to speak. So some guy comes in, starts pulling a favor and John works like, uh, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to. And honestly, to me at that point, I was a little, a little disappointed because I had this, Hmm. 
I had this idea of John Wick being super badass, and then I was like, oh, he had help. That impossible task from the first movie that's made him, that when I ended the first movie, I was like, damn, fucking John Wick's awesome. I'm like, oh, okay, he, he used some help. <laughs> it wasn't, it, it wasn't all John Wick. Um, you know, that part, of, that must have like went over my head or something. I don't know. Like, I didn't, and, and I honestly, didn't pick up from, on that. From the first like, movie, why? like in the first movie in John Wick, the chapter one, quote unquote, right. he had help constantly. You know what I'm talking about? His buddy with the Willem sniper. Defoe? Oh, buddy, yeah, Defoe. Yeah, yeah, Defoe was constantly helping him out. Like he wouldn't have survived without himself. So it's like I remember at the yeah. end of the first one, I was like. Okay, he had his friend helping him out, but still, John Wick's is still pretty bad, badass. He had the pencil thing that he killed through, you know, people with the pencil, um, which pay off in chapter two, which oh, paid yeah. off in chapter two, which was great. But then the whole, you know, the, that he did that impossible task and ended up they didn't do it, and that just kind of it 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 set that seed in my head. It's like John Wick isn't John Wick without all of his friends, like. The, the people the, without his coins and buying in favors. I don't know. I watched the second movie and John Wick could kick the shit out of James Bond any day of the week. <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't think he lost any like kick-ass cred like at all. Oh no. He it, like, there's no doubt about that. He can kick ass, but it just, it's not as like the myth of John Wick is much bigger than John okay. Wick. John Wick is still much bigger oh, yeah, than any of the other assassins out there. He could still kill, kill all of them, you know, with well, that's what was cool when he ran into Cassian and uh, another assassin, was, right? Uh, was matched like in, in common, and they had a badass fight scene in the train and fucking yeah. oh, that that silencer fight they had between uh, the upper level and the lower level. Oh, I know, it was so fucking cool where nobody like, could notice that they were just underneath the. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. That was fun. That was fun. That was just smart screenplay, cinema cinematography. Like it just worked. It just was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, who didn't geek out when fucking you saw Neil and Morpheus talk again? You're like, what? Oh, of course. Come on. Where, where's, where's, Who? Trinity? where's Trinity? Come on. Where? <laughs> Let's make the trifecta. Come on. Right. When, Who uh, did we see? Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, your boy Larry. Oh, Come I on, don't know. Can I, can I talk about Lawrence Fishburne? Go ahead, sir. When the fuck did he get fatter than ever? <laughs> this fucking guy. Is that all you watch? Jesus, man. I feel man, like that every was... time I see Larry, nah, he's man. either 400 pounds or 100 pounds. Did you not? Okay. I swear they listened to the podcast or something because I think that was a joke. Because he got fat. No, <laughs> no. He wasn't fat. If you paid attention at the locker room scene. Like, I think... The locker room scene, he had cute. five jackets on. <laughs> he was wearing was cool, five like... jackets. Watch him. <laughs> Compare him to Deep Cover. Look at him. Came on the nineties. Come on, bro. You can't do that. Like like nineteen ninety three, some shit. He got fat again. No, if you if you watch anything he's done in the last five years, I think he's that same weight. Like diabetes, overweight. (laughs) Jesus. I don't know. He looked big. I felt bad. Keanu said it for like a homeless. I mean, uh, they've kept close after the Matrix, so when uh, 
Oh, that's cool. When that... No, it was cool. I mean, it's essentially a cameo. Yeah. You know, there's a couple little sort of essential cameos. Um, well, it's cool to see, like, like Donald it, again, Aurelio from the first one. And I was hoping to see the clean yeah. crew again, you know. Yeah, for a millisecond. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, dude, like you said, he um, he's, dude, he must have killed, like, 10, like, it. That one. Um, oh, the body count went way up oh, in the yeah. second one. <laughs> one of my favorite. Way one of my up. favorite kills is when he's holding that dude down with the fucking shotgun while he's and he reloading. Reloads it, oh, and then yes. he reloads it and shoots. I was like, "Are you fucking? That's just badass, man! Come on." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's like this is what we came for, like right yeah. here. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like essentially doing what the what the guys did in the raid with his fist. He's doing it with guns. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're the right. double feature. It is raid. Like ultimate action fest, double feature. Like after we got out of this, me and Jeff looked at my buddy Scott and I'm like, you ever seen the raid? He's like, no. Do yourself a favor. You like this shit? Watch the raid and raid too. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're right. And Jeff there. was convinced. I mean, like, Even he was like, convinced. Man. He was talking about it. He was like, he's like, yeah, man, I finally kept talking about it. I was like, I don't know, raid, subtitle, da, da, da. no, dude. I was wrong. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, these, yeah. It's, you got blood pumping through your heart, man. You, 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 you do yourself a favor and watch these movies. But yeah, I didn't disappoint. Like I said, maybe the, his mo- motive wasn't as strong as like the revenge because I'm a big revenge fan. You know, I love revenge oh, movies. So you are, and you are Mister Revenge. I mean, yeah. that's that's your that's your thing. Yeah. So when this one, like you see, he's kind of forced into it. It's like it's like okay, like like I'm like I'll let it slide because I just want to see him be kick ass and be John Wick. So, um, I, I was I was on board and 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 it, and it worked. Like it's got that stylized look. It's you know. His dog didn't die. That was a plus. Spoiler alert. So. No, no kidding. I was enjoying it. I, I, I had a fucking good time. The poor dog. He went to go see. It. He was sick as he was sick as a dog. And it was funny when we went to go see. It. He bought us. He bought our tickets for us in advance. And then um, when uh, when he before I got there, there he was sitting there with Jeff and Scott talking about the movie. And he's like, it's like I don't even feel, really feel that good. Like, man, I might just give you guys tickets and bounce. And the, and then uh, they changed his mind. He's like, no, I'll sit around and watch it. And then uh, when he left, he's like, ah, I'm going to lie down. I got some tired. I'm like, all right, cool. We we're like, man, you know, for a guy that's like sick, motherfucker bought himself some nachos, a big ass soda, and some ice cream. Like, oh, like, sore throat. I don't know if, you, if I could eat if I could eat nachos for the sore throat. <laughs> like, I was like, if anybody can, then I was hungry. Start eating soup. He can do it. So, <laughs> that's like John Wick of eating food. <laughs> now let me say this. Let me ask you this. This question goes out to both of you and anybody, obviously, that sees both these movies. When when you look in your when you're like sitting there at ten o'clock at night and you can't sleep because I'm old and it's not two o'clock in the morning and you can't sleep it's ten and I can't sleep because um, normally I'm fucking sound asleep by nine thirty but uh, ten o'clock at night and you're looking at your your Blu-ray collection or your hard drive or your whatever the fuck your Netflix and you think I want to see. You know what I'm feeling? I'm feeling action. I'm feeling action. All right. What kind of action? All right. Car action? Watch Fast and Furious movie. Oh, no. I don't want to watch. No, I'm not feeling car action. I'm feeling I'm feeling gun. I'm feeling shoot 'em up action. All right. Okay, so that narrows it down. I'm feeling new. You know, I've, I've, seen, I've seen Commando 156 times, you know. Um, I've seen... You know, a, a lot of the, uh, you know, as you mentioned earlier, the John Woo films. Um, 
I'm feeling a little uh, John Wick. Yeah, yeah, feel John Wick. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You pop that shit and you're watching it the whole night. Which one are you gonna pick? Are you gonna pick chapter one, one or chapter two? One. Really? Yep. Hmm. See, I I feel like the second one does outdo everything that the first one's trying to do. Interesting. I mean, the action is one step bigger. The body count is certainly bigger. The they're in fucking Rome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was awesome watching the movie in the big screen because I was like, been there, know exactly where he's standing. Like <laughs> all the scenes, all yeah. the big like yeah. shots of Rome. Me and Chris were there fucking last January. I mean, how fucking cool is that? So I mean, I mean, obviously that's sort of you know situational for us, but um, I don't, I don't see like on the. I mean, and IMDb shows it. Uh, John Wick one's got like a yeah. seven point. I think I would, shit. I would grab the second one just because I seen the first one so much. So I do want to like you know just, just you want to watch the first. second one over and over again. I just feel like the second one succeeds in doing what it's trying to do, and that's sort of just like it's it's you know twenty thirty minutes longer than the first one, and it's all action. I mean, there's one there's one like twenty minutes in the second film where they're filling time basically to get to the action. Mm. And there's a point where I'm like, okay, you you need to get to the action. Otherwise you're going to turn into a drama. And it waited five more minutes and then went into the sort of beginning of the third act. Um, And so it, it didn't, it wasn't a problem, so to speak. Um, But they did make this one a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I feel like they spend a I, lot of time on the gear up scenes. Oh yeah, absolutely. The the first one they certainly glossed over that, and yeah. that's why um, I picked the first one over the second one. The second one, yeah, it's a good. Point. There's a lot of gear up scenes, which is great on a first run through. But if I'm gonna do, have a replay value, I don't I don't want to have to sit through all that again. I mean, it, it it's cool, but not that cool. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, did either one of you feel notice that little like big slowdown moment in the second one that you didn't notice in the first one? I felt a slowdown moment in the second one. Um, There were also a few times where his the action I got bored with because he kept repeating the same thing. I was like, watch. He's going to roll over. He's going to throw the guy on the ground, grab him with his legs, and then shoot him. Yep, he did the exact oh, same man, thing he again. Said it. Yeah, okay, I didn't he did it again. Ah, oh, shit. Damn, he did it again. You know, yeah. like, and I was like, he did some fucking badass things, and he's killing a bunch of people. But at, at one point, I was just like, rinse and it repeat. It does become repetitive. Rinse and repeat. Rinse. Yeah. So that was my only problem. The, the, the replayability of it isn't very high. It's a lot of fucking fun, and everybody who was even remotely a fan of the first one has got to see the second one. It's, it's, yeah. it, it fucking delivers on what it intended. Exactly. Um, yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. If you love the first one and you wanted to see him do be badass and, and just shoot motherfuckers in the head, like, oh, the <laughs> shoot thing, motherfuckers in the head. I mean, seriously, that's all he, like, he can't miss. Like, it seems like all the dudes and the bad guys are like stormtroopers and he, and he's got the perfect code. To, well, to, and you know, what's cool in the heads, you know? is that he always does. And I was thinking, I was like, man, it, he always he does a double tap, shoots him in the body, and then shoots him in the head. 
And and I think that's why it's that's why he doesn't miss the headshot because the body is easier to hit. Slows him down with the body, and then he can oh, hit no, the there's, head. There's really times he's just fucking hitting two heads. He's just like nope, no, 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 no. If you pay attention, he rarely John Wick rarely gets a headshot off with the first shot. Mm. Like like so the first shot to demobilize. Eighty percent of the time, eighty percent of the shots, he demobilizes and then goes for the headshot. That, I mean, yeah. I was I, I was like paying attention to this show. I was like, look, he's double tapping all over the place, Tony and he's going low, Tony he's going low, it. and going high, going low, going high. I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm trying to like write notes in the theater, man. I was like, <laughs> he had his Excel the... spreadsheet out. <laughs> yeah, so he's got schematics going on, <laughs> having tallies. Yeah. You know, Let's pause the movie real quick. I got to write this shit down. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's good yeah. shit. Though. Yeah, I mean. In you know, from the first one, like you guys pointed out, we don't have the revenge so much. We get a we get little reference to the wife. In the second one, it's sort of like revenge for the house kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And That's I felt like the scene where he walks into the burnt uh, spoiler alert, when he walks into the burned down house. I was like, all right, this cliche is getting too over the top. You know what I mean? Like, figure out a better way to wrap it up kind of thing, I thought. Um, but then they did. Like, and it's it's obviously like, I don't know, again, it's kind of spoiler territory, but it is called Chapter 2. So how they're kind of setting up the, you know, his sort of ordeal uh, with the Ian McShane character, which I fucking love. Mm-hmm. The Winston character, yeah. I... Dude, he's my second favorite character next to John Wick. <laughs> uh, but, and and then the, the the infraction at the end of the second scene, or the, end of the second chapter, I really like. Because you don't know. Like, you genuinely don't know what's going to happen. And so that tension is high. Um, we don't normally get that sort of, like, fuck, what's going to happen in these kind of movies? But they do a good job with that. Um, that I like that setup. And at the end where he's running and it's like, it's almost Matrixy. how you're like, wait, who's part of the Matrix and who's not kind of thing. You know, Tony, you had talked about it before. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that whole last I like scene. That. It's where, a whole. I mean, yeah. I know it's fucking spoiler territory, but when um the group of the, the the crowd froze i was like that's straight out of the yeah, matrix man. that was so pimp yeah so like the homeless person is just a homeless guy like, once in a while or all the time that's just that world man that's like his cover that's his job within that world is to be that home the homeless uh cover so weird. Yeah, it's, it's, so weird. Constantly. it's like it's like the it's like the rated r harry potter it's like there's this entire universe <laughs> yes. going on along that we have no idea about. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? All right. I, I, I'm, is... Sign me up for John Wickland at Universal Studios. I'm <laughs> uh, we with VR goggles in there, dude. World, yo. You walk in there with VR goggles and you get, you get to be John Wick. That'd be badass. Like I said, we... no question, man. If you love the first one, this one's a no-brainer. You've probably already seen it if you haven't. Don't walk, run to the theater and watch it. To me, it's very, very high buy for a dollar. Potential Slater for watch it again at home. We watch it. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely a dollar. 
Um, I have my doubts that it'll be a Slater, but I will definitely give it another chance. I'd buy that for a dollar. And and I would even say that this has a higher potential for a Slater than the first one does. But yeah, absolutely. For right now, it is just a, a super high dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. It's one of those gold coins that we get. <laughs> right. People go see it, man. It came in third, man. Let's go help this out. Hopefully, Fifty yeah. Shades drops like seventy percent. It did well from what I from what I read, mm-hmm. but it didn't do that well. It didn't do like <laughs> I know this is great podcast. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, was Fifty Shades darker rated R? It had to have been, yeah. yeah. So it you know it debuted at forty six. John Wick made thirty on its opening weekend. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then, of course, the Lego Batman movie made fifty three. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. It's like two completely Hollywood totally has their bases covered. Mm-hmm. They got the Lego Batman movie for all the little kitties. They got the Fifty Shades Darker for all the angry, you know, uh, wives, you know, stay at home wives, whatever. And then you got John Wick for all the fucking our age, 30, 40 year olds who want to be 20 year olds and run around with guns in their hands. Uh, all over again. All covered. Um, I mean, it's crazy. Like, Fifty Shades Darker is about 50 dildos. John Wick Chapter 2 is about 50 guns. And the Lego Batman movie is about fucking. Legos and Batman. I, I don't know. What the fuck. <laughs> Way to set that up for yourself. Totally not. Yeah. There you go. No, you're right. Absolutely. I'm... Oh man. Yeah. So that was the homework. What was the extra credit? Secretly, though. Holy shit. What? Did you guys see what made number four what? over the weekend? No. It was last week's number one. So it slipped, obviously, to the three opening films. Split. Okay. The M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movie with James McAvoy. Yeah. Cool. So it made it it made a measly $9 million this week. But last week it made $100 million on a $9 million budget. Mm. So... You know Hollywood's going to keep throwing money at M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. Oh, yeah. He's on a roll now. I mean, he just made 100% profit in one motherfucking week. Damn. I'm, think, I'm thinking he's back. <laughs> well, that's not 100%, but, yeah, my math is incorrect. But neither here nor there, that's a lot of fucking profit. Mm-hmm. $112 million on a $9 million budget on the second week? I think the oh, no, visit. Excuse me. The visit yeah. It is the fourth week. Yeah, I think the visit was like, like a really low budget, too, and made a lot of money. So, the visit? Yeah. The other one he directed. Oh, the vi- I think it's called the visit, where the two kids go visit their grandparents. Oh, yeah, that one. Not not nearly the money though. In its lifetime, it made sixty five million dollars domestically on a five million dollar budget. So in a month, in a month, Split has made twice that. 
So, but yeah, I mean, you're right in the sense of his movies are cheap and they make a fuck ton of money. That's that Blumhouse motto. Make it be cheap, make a big old profit. What motto? The Blumhouse, the producing company, production company. Oh, I'm not, I'm not familiar with them. Bridge movies. Burn, no. Huh. Uh, Interesting. I read it. I read it way off topic. I read an article the other day that said Hollywood is officially dead. They just haven't. They just haven't admitted it yet. And it's talking about the whole Netflix original. Amazon, HBO, and how the sort of the traditional tentpole films, it's like year after year, these movies make less and less profit. Mm-hmm. You know, while ticket sales are higher than ever before, but the actual attendance percentage and blah, blah, blah is lower and lower. And I mean, it's true. Like, I was watching John Wick in the theater, right? Mm hmm. And at that slow spot, I thought, you know what? I could go for a break right now. Like I would, I could totally like fucking have dinner. And if and I and I've been shopping around because my my big thing is I want to do a projector at the house. Oh, nice! That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah, I want to do a projector, and we have the room, we have the space, and I even like kind of mapped it out. And uh, I've been shopping around, and you can get like decent 1080p LCD projectors for you know five six hundred bucks, which is the going rate for you know a big screen 1080p TV. And I don't really, I'm not buying into the whole 4K craze just because there's not a lot of 4K material out there to watch on. Um, and with a decent screen, you could go hundred inches on your projector. No problem. And so I got the room, so it's like, fuck, why not? That'd be an awesome way to experience a movie, you know? Fuck. Absolutely. Um, So I've been doing the, you know, I've been sort of pricing out the projectors and doing a little research here and there. And I mean, the biggest problem, truth be told, is convincing the wife, um, you know, that we need more TVs. Like, we have a fucking big screen TV in every room of the house, but I want another sort of TV. But I did sell it in the sense of we can get rid of the TV in the living room, you know what I mean, and have a, a drop down screen, yeah. so you can like you could put your picture on the wall, love, and then you just pull down the screen in front of it when we want to watch our movies, you know. It's all nice and hidden. It's all yeah, exactly. You know? It's all out of the way. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, and and the the quality of the projectors have gotten so good over the last couple of years. And the prices have gotten so much cheaper. And so, I mean, so that that's my thing. It's like I want to get a projector so I can get the real home, the true, you know, big screen experience. Um, and I just felt like this is exactly what's happening. I I need to go to the theater less and less, you know. Right. Right. Um, and you know, I mean, I could do the whole projector thing for less than a thousand bucks. You know, six, seven hundred bucks. I have a big projector, nice screen. I mean, I already have all the sound equipment I need for the for the tr- for the true, you know, um, surround sound experience. And so, and I can certainly make popcorn in my own house. And I don't buy fucking popcorn at the movie theater anyway. So, 
Um, and the quality of movies that are coming out straight to Netflix, the quality of the television. Oh yeah. The shows. Oh, yeah. It's oh. so good. You know, we, you know, Fonzo, you had reviewed, um, what was the show we were just talking Santa about? Clarita. Santa Clarita. Uh, it's great. It's an awesome show. Um, completely done and organized and produced and by Netflix. You know, for Netflix, by Netflix, it's like, and I, you can just sit there. Anybody can go on there. If you got, you know, fucking five hours of your life and you just want to waste it on entertainment, fucking turn on Netflix and watch that shit. It's great. It's it's fucking hilarious. It's a total escape. If it's sponsored by Netflix, what's going on here? No shit. John Wick 2, total escape. <laughs> it's action. It's, it's you know, it's that 19-year-old wet dream. Um, it's like all the video game movies kind of thing. And it, I can see the experience of going to the theater getting less and less um, desirable for for a for a big percentage of of Americans. So sorry, I know I know I went uh, off on a tangent, but um, <laughs> John Wick too high dollar. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now who right. picked the homework too? Oh, Slash yeah, the second homework. Credit. The Graduate Chapter 2. What? Graduate. 1967. Jesus. This is one of the older films we've reviewed in several years. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it popped up on my Netflix. I figured, why not? It seems like a um, uh, Valentine's Day movie. So, why not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, we, we watched it today. Um, right before the podcast, so it ended up being our Valentine's Day movie. Um, totally caught caught us off guard. Romantic, <laughs> right? Uh, disillusioned college graduate finds himself torn between his older lover and her daughter. Pretty simple synopsis. Um, got our boy Dustin Hoffman. Kind of, it almost because, and I don't know if it's because we watched Rain Man first. But I was like, man, he's reprising his role in that and this. Like, I, he's, absolutely. He's like, I he started same, it here. Chris, I mean, I felt, yeah. Yeah, this this character, Benjamin Braddock. He, uh, he, he, he definitely didn't like people. He was right at the beginning. He's just bouncing around just trying to find a quiet yeah. spot. Um, but pretty quickly, the, the Mrs. Robinson was on the prowl. Um, mm-hmm. Real quick. That's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. So the movie follows uh, follows Mrs. Robinson and trying to trying to seduce our boy Dustin Hoffman, who uh, spoiler alert he is a virgin and that's why he is so socially awkward. Um, she was around cracking her. me up too <laughs> at the beginning. Oh, those scenes when she's like, "Can you bring him my purse?" Yeah, can you can you come over here to the he porch? The lights like on. Speaking him in, and, and I'm and like, guys, poor bastard, just trying to leave. He's yeah, like, he's like, I gotta I get out of here. I gotta get out of here. Just one more thing, please. Come on, I don't want to go walking by myself. Come on. Yeah. It's so, and then the whole like, she just breaks she down. The wall. It's like, I'm not trying to seduce you. Do you think right. I'm trying to seduce you? Right. you that would be very inappropriate if I'm trying to seduce you. And he's like, I'm not trying. Oh, I'm sorry. I would never. I would never. uh 
uh, accuse you of trying to seduce me. Yeah, I forget <laughs> I ever said that. That was the dumbest thing I've ever said in my life. I gotta go now. So, <laughs> I gotta go now. Yeah, it's so funny. He's like bipolar almost. It's like, um, like you pointed out, he he is so um, autistic in this movie. Um, what? And you know, I mean, this movie came out twenty years before that movie did. Yeah. I know. I had a hard time just like watching because, like, say he got out of school. That dude just always looked old to me. You know, he's thirty when he made this movie, so he's playing a twenty-one year. Yeah, 21. I noticed that it's like, too. It's like, man, like you're supposed to be young. You're supposed to look young. You're not really looking young. <laughs> well, and Miss and and Anne Bancroft, she was only like thirty-five when she shot the film, so she was she like really five is. years older than him. Man. And her character was twenty years older than him. Yeah. And then here's the here's the big one. Catherine Ross, who played Elaine, the daughter, mm-hmm. she was 26. So she was only 10 years older than her mother. <laughs> yeah, see. Like the mom was really that young. She was making she looked older. Yeah, she was young when she shot the film. In fact, I even noticed the scene because I saw the Criterion edition. So, you know, the Ooh. whole Blu ray. The high, yeah, I don't know. Blah, blah, whatever. But the the quality was very good. They they did a great job of cleaning up the the original film. Um, I could even see like it looked like they tried to make her makeup make her look older, and I, it's almost like when they try to put makeup to cover up wrinkles that aren't there, kind of thing. So oh, huh. interesting. Yeah, but anyways. Yeah, no, it was funny because uh, Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World is dead. That was yeah. kind of funny. When I was hearing him talk. Yeah. I'm like, hey, sounds very familiar. Um, yeah, dude, I was intrigued by the movie because it's something like you don't really see. Like this, it's it's a comedy drama, and this kind of story is never really made into a movie. I guess, and, and if it is, or they are, I don't, I don't watch them or seek them out. I guess. <laughs> um, so it's kind of refreshing to see something new, especially you know a little bit older. Thinking like, oh man, I won't get into it. But it caught me from the very beginning, where Tarantino must have copied Mr. Nichols here for Jackie Brown. And the whole scene when um, uh, he's on the airport, he's just on that little like uh, bear boat, you know, going sideways and playing the music. Oh yeah, I, I never noticed that before. I, go yeah, I can't always, I laugh every time they play um, "Hello Darkness" because it's using so many memes now. It's like it's how yeah. to play that song. It was kind of funny. Um, and at the end, like I don't know if you guys have ever seen Wayne's World two, but fuck, they totally Wayne's World two totally copied the Graduate's ending. Is it, oh, do you remember Wayne's World 2? No. When Christopher Walken is no. marrying Tia Carrere, and, and Wayne's like trying to follow him, trying to stop it, and he goes to it. It's exactly like it. It's hilarious. Except the first time he goes to a wrong church, and he's yelling at her. They all turn around, and it's a different couple. Oh, like, oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And he goes to the other one. Remember? Yep. Isn't that right? Somebody's got like a mustache or some shit in that. It's like, yeah, it's like somebody else. And then like when then the dad comes up yeah. and he's trying to fight him, and he jumps over and says, it's exactly like it. Which is kind of funny, because when I was watching, I'm like, wait a minute, I've been here before. I know this. I know what's going to happen. It was kind of weird. Oh. Um, and then I think at the end of, there's one movie that, like, it's like a movie within the movie. There, somebody's watching it. I graduated. I think cause I remember like seeing both of them in the bus. In another movie, I couldn't remember. I remember that shot. That was kind of funny. Oh, that's the scene. It literally the very end of the movie just sort of made it for me. Oh, is that because right? like you. I enjoyed it. It kind of caught me 
relatively early on. And, but like you kind of pointed out too, it's old and like you have to kind of remember what the movies from the sixties and the early seventies, they were just, everything was different. Like the acting, all the performances just felt weird. Like it's not bad, but it's almost like part of its time. It, it's it, like, yeah, you can see. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it, it shows its age, so to speak, but this one felt very entertaining. It, it didn't feel like it was like I, the movie did really well financially back in the day when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I read in Wikipedia or something like that. Like if you counted in inflation, this would be in the top 20 most profitable movies or highest grossing movies of all time because it did so well. Mm-hmm. It's not overly long. You know, it's like it's an hour and 45 minutes long. It's, it's, it's quick. It's short. So to speak, there's a lot going on. So it kind of keeps you once it once it establishes what the movie's about, it you know it's 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 relatively speedy. It's not you know it's not a Terrence Malick nineteen sixty seven kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, and so you know the movie sort of lives and dies on the Dustin Hoffman character, which once once you sort of watch him for twenty minutes and realize it's like like you pointed out Rain Man part point five um it works you know what i mean and then once you add in the element of him falling in love with the daughter because that's not for like an hour of the film yeah i'm hooked i'm totally sold yeah me too and i'm remembering i remember you know how insane i was when i was 19 20 years old Fonzo, I think you were there when I was saying some bizarre shit trying to win back my girlfriend, you know what I mean? Like how how insane are we when we are that age? We just he literally is driving back and forth between LA and the Bay Area like in one day, like in his little fucking Alfa Romeo. Like he's fucking nuts. Yeah. He's sprinting on his feet. You know what I mean? I wonder if well, that's. Yeah. What I, was um, I wonder. If, I, well, yeah. I, I I never had a I crazy never had phase at that age. Like, phase at that age. Like, whoa, mad echo. Oh well, that's good. MCP. Uh, I don't know. Wait, what's that again? I said I never had a crazy phase like that where I was like out of my mind trying to chase a girl that I was stuck on. I mean. The only time I remember getting crazy was in middle school. I didn't have a car, so I couldn't get too crazy, uh, <laughs> you know. So at at twenty one, there's no way this is it. It it, did, it didn't resonate with me. So because I agree, the movie does hinge on Dustin Hoffman's character. I didn't like his character, and I was uh, not just, in his corner. Well, yeah. And I was like, nope. He's That's a stalker. He is a creepy fucking. I didn't really like him either. She was sort of like offended was... by his obsession. Yes, kind of exactly. Thing. I was like, he doesn't love them. He's just he's infatuated and obsessed, and he's like stalking yeah, he's her, like... man. It's like fuck well, but remember this... too, back then it was probably not considered stalking. <laughs> no, it was just being a man. 
bitch. Right. And now I'm like, that's not the message. That's not a good message to send out there. At least not nowadays. Maybe back in the day, this was, you know, the, the thing that you wanted to encourage your sons to do. But yeah, but John Wick 2 is a great message to send to our youth. (laughs) But I mean, you're not, well, I mean, John Wick, the message is that he is a, a, a force of sheer fucking will. You know, if you <laughs> don't will fuck with it. his dog, his wife, or <laughs> his house, or his That's car. That's the message. It's, it, He's it, the it, man you send to cure the boogeyman. That's funny you said that because I was into it, the movie. I'm into it the whole time. But towards the end, I'm like, I have, I, have, I start thinking to myself, like, Wait a minute! This motherfucker deserves to be with nobody. Like, exactly. he shouldn't yeah, be. He's psycho. I'm yeah, like, nuts. not only that, but like, like he's when he's talking to his dad, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna marry her," and she doesn't know, but I'm gonna go do it. And I'm like, "Oh, that okay. seems great." Somebody, a handsome young guy that's rich, like that. She's probably like they should be together, right? Um, you slept with the dude, like mom that said she that you raped her, you know, and like she's she's messed up. And I'm thinking. This guy shouldn't deserve to have a happy ending at the end. And I was kind of no. mad at the end when she did fall. Well, and she that's the that. thing. So I was, <laughs> I was conflicted. I'm like, I got to find out what you guys thought because I wanted to talk about that because I, I, I was kind of at the end. <laughs> and that's exactly what I was going to talk about. And, and Tony, you, you are king at this. There is a very clear, and I don't know if you watched it on your fucking cell phone or some shit, Fonzo. There's a very clear look that the two give each other on the bus right before the credits roll. And it's both of them are smiling. And then one kind of looks at the other on the corner of their eyes like, oh, shit, what did I do? Yeah. And then they reverse. Then the other one smiles and the other one goes, oh, shit, what did I do? Kind uh-huh. of thing. And it's this really subtle sort of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Instant regret. <laughs> yeah, well, and not so much instant regret, but kind of like we don't know. Like, um, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, Wikipedia says as the bus drives away, they smile, then stop, looking uncertain. It's this. It's this. We don't know. Is this two people that? Well, if you look at the IMDb, well, if you look at the, or is this? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Is this destined to fail? You know, in two months. I mean, they're not married. Obviously, she fuck. She's married to another she's dude married. at this point. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, I mean, these kind of these two fucks are destined to be, you know, miserable or 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 whatever. But you want to root for them, but at the same time, that look they give is that ambiguity. Ambiguity. Well, is if you look thinking. at the um, IMDb message boards, one of them wrote that they saw they listened to the commentary or interview about that scene on the Criterion version. Okay. And they said that the edit one of the editors is one of the pers- is one of the old person one of the old person in the back of the bus that's watching them right. And he was he asked Nichols if he can direct that scene, and he did. Um, so he had to he had to say roll, you know, or or action, and then cut. Um, he forgot to say cut, so they kept going, and then something happened where like, um, like the director really liked it. How it just kind of was just kind of going, so it was awkwardly. Oh, it just lingered. Then, it does run long. Yeah, it yeah. almost feels like it runs long. But then she saw an interview with the director, like in '94 or something, that like uh, inside the actor studio, and he had said that he had he had was making him laugh or something. And he yelled at him or something really bad to like change your mood really quick. So the person that wrote that 
that forum was like, so I don't know what to believe now. Because oh. it does kind of, it is kind of so weird. It's that like ambiguity shot wasn't part of the screenplay, right. but it just sort of made it, and it just feels like brilliant acting kind of thing. Yeah, like like, oh, like shit, just the look do? on their faces was so like so subtle, and I was like, it just felt so like. You you think you just fucking ran away from your wedding? Like, but what's no, weird too is like, yeah, like when when you know he was with the mom, right? And they're just having a fight. But he's like, he doesn't feel, and he just doesn't love her. He's just you know doing his thing. And then um, she's like, "Don't you dare be with my daughter, right?" So he's like, "All right, I'm forced to take her out. So I'll take her to some place. She'll be mad at me." So she's he's mad a dick. And crying. Then he kisses her, and then she's okay with it. And they're having dinner. Then they're eating, mm-hmm. and they're okay. And I'm like, uh huh. It's like that easy. Yeah, like, no, he's, I'm like, wait a minute. You just did the American dream. Like, no, like, he's Chester the molester for sure. He, he, well, I, I don't want that, but I'm saying he he got with the mom and the and the daughter. Like, that's like you know every porn you see, right? That's like, the guy's yeah. like, daughter. But like, and they're okay with it. Like, dude, you're gonna be with this guy, but he slept with your mom. Like, what are well, you okay with that? That, like, that amazing scream when he tells her. And the mom's standing in the hallway, and she's without her makeup. Right, that's what I'm saying. So she's mad on his leaves, and then the and then the mom's mad at him too, right? But yet he gets a happy ending. He gets to be with her. It's like I'm not okay with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's funny. Okay, I'm glad you guys felt that because I was like, yeah, no, no, absolutely. That the movie I'm watching, I like it. I'm I'm totally into it. But but at one point, I'm like, when he's trying to get her back, I'm like, no, dude, you shouldn't be with her. Like this should not be a happy ending with both of you guys. I, I don't know. And I was looking. The message boards to see if anybody else thought the same way. I couldn't find anything else. So I'm glad you said mm-hmm. that. Like you were more well, of this character than Tony, right? But or is his motif to or motive? What? It's it's all of the above. I mean, yeah. yeah, he he didn't yeah. deserve a happy ending. Um, yes, she didn't. Uh, she deserved a happy ending more than he did, but mm-hmm. she kept on like like. Instigating. Instigating, yeah. Like she liked the attention and then she said no, 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 but then she still hung around and gave him a kiss and then like like letting letting him just keep you know, hounding her. He was like two inches away from her breathing down her neck constantly while she's oh, while yeah. she's well, while I mean, she's that... halfway engaged to the other guy. I'm like, really? Yeah, well yeah. I mean, think of it like from if you were a, you know, nineteen, twenty year old girl, he literally moves. He literally fucking moves from L.A. to the Bay Area just so he can be close to her while she's going to college. The different dude's company. It is super. It is super stocky. Yes, agreed. But there is a level. I mean, she tell him to leave. There is a level of, you know, trying to. I'm trying not to be too exposed. Like my my daughter right now. She has a boyfriend, and he is a very jealous individual, and she likes it. She likes the fact that he is sort of obsessed with the idea that nobody else looks at her. And so it it feels very believable that she is enamored by him being unable to function without her, and nobody else can be or should be with her. There's a flattery that comes with that. You know what I mean? Throw in 40-year-old movie, 
where the the roles of men and women were much different than they are today. Um, it feels a little more believable that she would be no, that's true. complacent yeah, yeah. Or, or enamored by that. The fact that, I mean, I literally told a girl once, my wife's in the bathroom, so she's going to hear this, but I've told her once before. I told a girl once before, because she told, it was it was a girl that I was kind of sort of interested in, and she was very interested in me, but all of a sudden she was engaged. And I said, I said, you're engaged. You you hardly know this guy. This is real life. And I said, who? Why? Wh- why not just marry me? And she goes, well, because you never asked. And I thought, what? What do you mean? We've never even like been out on a date. We flirt. And you're literally saying the reason why I said yes to this guy was because he was the first one to ask. There's a lot of... Now, she was super religious. She was Mormon. But it it goes to say the psychology of many people. And so it's not that far-fetched that her character is enamored by that and sort of gives the creepy part a pass. You know what I, I mean? I see what you mean. Especially and... if you throw in the, the, the 1967 part of it kind of thing. Yeah, the far-fetched... The 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 it it's not supported by the movie itself. It's more supported by the era in which it was created. You know, sure. But, you know, so for me, it doesn't give more any you know more credence to the to the movie itself. But I can see what you mean. Yeah, I mean it's 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 I can buy it that that women, especially at that time, had a way different mentality than today and yeah. would fall it's a in love and get thing. married. Right for way because I'm the history guy, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But yeah, but it feels a little more believable than it should be as we watch it in 2017, where we recognize that you know gays should be able to marry and women should become presidents, etc. Cetera, et you cetera. get a hotel without an ID or pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't a fucking security deposit. Um, <laughs> 1967 was a little bit different. Well, to me, it's like uh, it hits too close to home. Like when I'm hooking up customers, you know, these desperate housewives, and they just want me to oh, go fix shit. this room or that room. I'm just trying to leave. Go to my next job. I need, I need a cable over here too. Cable TV. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like all I hear is the Mrs. Robinson playing in the background. You know. <laughs> Do you ever get that, Fonzo? I've only had one time where it was like this lady was like, "You're a strong young man. You could, you can I love do that, you. right?" And I was like, I mean, "Yeah, I don't think so." You were getting flirty vibe, like some. Was she no, like the fit? one time? It, the one time it was really bad. Well, not bad. I, I don't know if it's bad, but it was like um, um, I was just. We have this one box that just takes forever to load up, so you're just kind of just sitting there, like da da da, you know, just twiddling your thumb, waiting for this stupid box to come up. And there was a bunch of Charger stuff at her house, and it was football season, so we just started yapping about football. And the next thing I know, one of my dispatchers calls me. He's like, "Hey, dude." Um, you think you can go back to the job or something? I'm like, what? what? What do you mean? And Tim's like, well, um, I'm going to say, like, I don't know. Like, not, we asked her if everything's working. And she said, yeah, but something. He's like, did you leave a tool behind or something? I'm like, no, nah, dude, I'm, everything was working when I left. Can I get that big, strong, strapping Mexican back? <laughs> it, was like, <laughs> it was funny. He was like this older black guy. He's like, 
Yeah, dude, I think she just wants you to go back, man. Maybe she's lonely. She wants someone to talk to. Whatever. You want some of that dick? Yeah. I was like, I was like where's, the, where's the for the D? And I was like, all right, I guess I'll go back. And then uh, when I went there, I'm like, hey, is everything okay? You know, I'm like, everything working? She's like, yeah. She was like, no, I just enjoyed our conversation. I thought maybe, you know, we can go somewhere. In oh, the wow. Out. I was like, oh, wow. I'm like, I'm flattered. Oh, totally flattered. I'm married, you know. And, uh, she was like, okay. She felt really weird, you know. Yeah, for uh, sure. This shit will never work. Bitch, was in charge of fans. <laughs> I'm a bad boy for life. Yeah, the program, bitch. <laughs> Broncos for life. No. So I was like, yeah, that was the only like, really time that happened. So That's funny. Yeah. Um, Tony gets that all the time with his computer programming code and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. My, <laughs> my code stuff. is constantly trying to get me to go into these other <laughs> things. <laughs> and I just no, dude, you, he lines. did have a... He did have a coworker that was always trying to go with you to stuff or wanted you to take those trips with her, remember? Yep. Yeah. So Oh yeah, it was it was Nori. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I move in them. I move in with that one. Nori, Nori, thank you very much. Years ago she sent me I don't know, it was like Valentine's Day or something. She sent me some cookies in the mail. I was like, so sweet. There you go. See? You're gonna meet you're gonna miss Nori, Nori at the wedding. Is Lori's last name Miss Robinson by any chance? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so yeah, so I'm conflicted. I like the movie, but I don't like the ending, and I don't like that he got with the girl at the end. So I hope I love the ending. Broke I thought it was great. That's what made the movie for oh, me. See, man, fuck all that. That ambiguity, that subtle. It wasn't just a happy ending. I hope they do. It was. I hope they broke little... up the next week. Yeah, exactly. So I'm torn, Tony. Oh well, I didn't like any of it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Whoa, How about that? I see your battleship, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh-huh. So you give it a waste of time. Mine's a waste of time. Yep. That would be a waste of time. An eight, an eight point something on IMDb. Eight point oh on IMDb. Motherfucker just gave it a waste of time. Yep. Yeah, see, it, it, may, it may have been worth it back in the eighties. Sixty-seven. You know, seventies, eighties, past. We weren't born. Even nineties, it'd probably still be be an uh, a okay watch. I'm thinking it's like two thousands and up. Nope. Well, to me, okay. So I didn't like the ending, but it's enough to fucking ruin the whole experience of the beforehand that I like. I enjoyed. Um, I want to say no. It's it wasn't enough. Like I guess, like I said, I still don't like the ending. I still don't like that he got with her. It's, but I still enjoyed it. I, I like some of the shots that was kind of unique. I um, like this, like the zoom in where, like, she was when she said, "Told him to get out," and she it looked like she was up close. But the camera panned back way back, and she was like in the by the door, and, and it was like Dustin Hoffman's face turned into the camera. That is really cool. Like little shots. There was like that. there was another scene. I same thing. Let me interrupt with the car when he was driving, and she was like, "Do you always drive it's like this?" He's hauling fucking ass. And then there was yeah. another scene where he was driving. I think back to like Santa Barbara and the camera just kind of held on his face for a couple seconds. And I was like, cool. Like it just kind of, it was just slightly, yeah. it was, it was subtle. It was very subtle, but it worked for me. Kind of. You know, I think what, what put it over was the titty tassels. Yeah. Titty tassels yeah. That was fucking little windmill. Titty you're you're, you're yeah. going to get a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. And then interestingly enough, and maybe I'm just being hipster or whatnot. But even without the ending, I was totally like, absolutely, this is a dollar. I mean, I can see why 
why a lot of people of our parents' generation sort of considers this classic. We love it. The Miss, the Mrs. Robinson thing. We get that arc. And I was even telling Chris, like, at the beginning of the movie, you know, Ben is very, like, nervous and he's stuttering and he's, he's, and at the end, he is confident. I mean, he's crazy. Don't get me wrong. But he's motivated. He's, like, matured. He got a little pussy and all of a sudden he's a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. We see that like art. It turned into that fucking skunk in Looney Tunes, man. He just couldn't get enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over that chick. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. He's rapey. He, yeah. He's downright rapey. Fuck that guy. Yeah. No, I'm not saying he's a good guy. We're reviewing the movie, not him as a human being. And so, for me, I enjoyed the movie up until the end because we see the arc of him, and at the end, he's crazy. The fucking guy at the gas station is like, hey, man, you need some gas? He's like, oh, fine. And then, of course, the fucking idiot runs out of gas. Yeah, even the guitar starts running out of gas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what do you uh, get? Yeah. No, it was fun. But the ending for me was even better. For you guys, now, Tony, you just hated it all. But for me, I enjoyed all of it, except for the repetitive score. We didn't talk about the soundtrack, the score. Oh, God, repeating the same, yeah. I got tired of the repetitive song score. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's not perfect. And I'm not going to give it a Slater. Um, but the ending there was subtle, and it just, it, it so worked for me. And, and Fonzo, as you pointed out, maybe it was just accident. Um, but it gave it a really high dollar for me. It felt very... I get it. I see why. If I had seen, if I was sixty years old and I had seen this movie a bunch of times when I was younger, this would have definitely been a Slater for me. Um, you know, as it is, I'm a John Wick two kind of guy. Um, <laughs> so, so it, it gets a dollar. Um, but I like I like that ending a lot, and so, um, I I would say it's, you know, especially I mean. I think Hoffman is an interesting actor that we don't see a lot in the last ten years. But I, I feel yeah, like I feel like I need a, more. He's a prickin' more Dustin Hoffman. What's that? You own the restaurant and chef with John Favreau. He's a prick. Yeah, that's right. Subtle. Yeah, yeah. And then of course he does the fucking voice in all the goddamn Kung Fu Panda movies. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right. Well, there you go. That's uh, that was, yeah. that was yeah. hey, that was fun though. That was a good uh, review. Wait, Fonzo, yeah. what did you give it? I give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. So I don't like the ending, but I give it a dollar. <laughs> All right, so who's got homework next week? I think I do. Harley. Is that right? Yep. Is that right, Tony? Yep. Yep. Tony, you're cutting in and out. Oh, sorry. I was yawning. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you all motherfuckers a pick. Because I like to do this. Both movies, 2016. Both movies rated R. Now, whoever whoever can whoever can name both movies gets to pick. Both movies take place in World War II. XR Ridge. And. Um. Z E M 
Zemeckis. Doctor Strange. No. I said 2016, motherfucker. La La Land. <laughs> what? No. Come on, Tony, come on. It's fun. Um... <laughs> I know, it's super, like, under the radar. So, Zemeckis directed Brad Pitt and Marion Coutillard in Allied. Oh, okay, yeah, that one. Which is an action drama romance about a Canadian intelligence officer in North Africa encountering a female French resistance fighter on a deadly mission behind enemy lines? Oh, that old chestnut. That old chestnut. 7.1 IMDb, allied Robert Zemeckis, two hours and four minutes long. Is Hacksaw's available? And then, yeah, yeah, Hacksaw, Hacksaw Ridge is available. Two hours, 19 minutes, rated R. Mel Gibson directed, based on the true story of Desmond Doss. Who, I uh, my hatred for Andrew Garfield and his stupid hair and all that. That's the problem. Don't, I don't, I secretly am not a huge fan of... I had this in his top one, or is like two for the longest time. He really enjoyed it, so. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, and it's got a much higher IMDb rating, 8.3, as opposed to a 7. So you're going Hacksaw, Tony? I agree, yeah, Hacksaw. I wanted to watch All right, let's make it happen. All right, there you go. So, I'll pick Allied next month. So my extra credit, um, I don't know if you guys heard the news, but David Gordon Green and Danny McBride are directing and writing the next Halloween movie. Uh-huh. How do you wow. feel about that? that? Danny McBride? Yes, that, that vice principal is Danny McBride. Yeah, no, I know who the fuck Danny McBride is. So they're going full on comedy. I no, mean, over the no, top. No, they're not. Oh, That's the beauty of it, like Danny McBride's a secretly huge horror fan, and oh. from like the meetings that I heard that they were in, the Carpenter was in the room. I think or I don't know if he was in the room, but he he heard, he heard what he liked. In fact, they, he tweeted out. He's like, so so I, heard, I guess you guys can you pull that up, Tony? What he said, if you can find it really quick. Sure. That little like post he posted. You may just look up John Carpenter Facebook. I'm pulling it up on too. Yeah, I'm to be Halloween 2018. He's he's a, a writer. So I think it's an interesting take because like I think if you get another horror director, you know they'll just bring the same type of elements. But if you bring somebody new, like I think it it work. And like I said, they if Carpenter and other, and Jason Blum and all of them like like what they heard and they said. Especially Carpenter. Well, yeah, David Gordon Green has done a bunch of those comedy stoner films. Mm-hmm. He's also done other flicks, too, if you look. You know? Yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff here, yeah. yeah. So with hearing of that news, I was like, you know what? I'm just time to relive, re- uh, revisit Pineapple Express and watch that. Uh, and see what, you know, how they work together. So Yeah, we saw, I think we, I feel like we reviewed it on the podcast years ago. I can't remember it. Like but I yeah, know. I mean, this movie's almost ten years old. <laughs> Jesus, what I mean? What the fuck are we doing? So, that? are they? Is it like a sequel or is it a remake? It's a sequel. Huh? To the remake or the I original? Mean, no, it's like I think I even read too that it's not taking place out of any of the two or three or anything. It's just like so. It's a remake. Of like a, I don't think. So. I don't know. I don't tell you guys. But what really got me excited was Carpenter said he might score it. 
Oh. Yeah, be fucking bitching. Come back with a whole that would be score. interesting. That would be wow. interesting. Trying to work in another movie again would be great. Just to see his name. Shit, I didn't even remember. Amber Heard is in the fucking Pineapple Express. Yeah, Seth Rogen's girlfriend. I kind of feel like she's never gonna work again in Hollywood. <laughs> even though she's an Aquaman, who knew? Justice League. Yeah, she's in it. Who knew? Man, so how's you guys' weekends, man? You guys do anything fun? What's going on? Over the top. I finally got a fucking motorcycle out and went for a goddamn motorcycle ride. Oh, there you go. Jesus Christ. I haven't ridden in fucking two months. My head was going to explode. Um, oh, yeah, Super we Bowl, had... huh? You guys watch that Super Bowl? Fuck Super Bowl. <laughs> Fuck football. <laughs> Fuck I'm watching fucking cheating ass New England Patriots. Shouldn't even say their name. Fuck them. All right. Really? I mean, I feel like... Okay, no, let's talk about it. Really let's talk about it now. Look at him. Yeah, fuck you. Fucking annoyed. I'm, I'm pissed. Like, I feel like football could have been great. But it turned into this goddamn... It's like a bank. It's like, no, we just want to get rich. And now, all of a sudden, we just watch the fucking Patriots win the Super Bowl every year. Boring. Yeah. Brady I'm talking about so. Brady retires. Yeah. Oh, what fucking, you got to prove? You got fired up. What's the game? Chokes on his fucking sweatshirt. <laughs> uh, it's like, come on. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'd rather watch the fucking Broncos win another goddamn Super Bowl than the yeah, Patriots. Yeah. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. Jesus Christ. God, I'm trying to think of what have we done. What, what, have you been up to Tony? Seen any shows or anything? We lost him. Jesus Christ. He fell asleep on the chair. Oh, shit. We should go, Harley. <laughs> yeah, I'll wake up I'm two hours so later. MCP? <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not asleep. I think he's asleep. His name's still on there. On the call. Oh, man. Now, this has happened before. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long time. Oh, he's here. He is here. Is he typing? Is he typing? Maybe yeah. He's typing? Yeah, yeah he's here. Good. He can hear us. Okay. So he can hear me saying he has a very small penis. And, <laughs> and his fiance has, has texted me several times. I just want to put that out there. Hey, Mrs. She, Robinson. Oh, she's paging me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she keeps telling me, confiding in me, that MCP so, has a huge coding problem and a very small MCP. <laughs> and and I tell her... Oh, my gosh. I can picture oh, now at their after party. At their, after their, year 10, it's all good, baby. Oh, you know, don't yeah. worry. You don't yeah. want none of that MCP anymore anyway. Yeah. Because, you know, you're going to have a little baby MCPs running around. And, uh, you know. I just picture, like, them at the after party and then you take a lady to go to the school. randomly <laughs> picture you guys up and you get to take off. <laughs> and then Tony's sister, hello, darkest, my friend. <laughs> I'll, I'll be filming. Hey, there he is. There he is. Hey, oh, he's back full circle. There he goes. Perfect timing, Tony. <laughs> we just totally wrote a new movie. Oh, shit. Graduate chapter two. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah. So all right. So stop working. What's that? Mic stop working. Yeah, for some reason it the loop back on it stopped listening on the mic. So you help your parents move recently. Uh, yeah, I've been helping my parents move. Um, they got a new place. Um, so we've been we've been over there a, a lot, uh, especially considering they're hosting. They're offering to pay for a bunch of shit. I'm just we're we're like any chance we get, we're helping out my parents. You know, mm-hmm. trying to earn our keep type thing. Um, but uh, Lainey uh, quit her job because what? they're dicks over there. Um, and so on Saturday, really? she hosted. Yeah, they uh, they kind of gave her the shaft or the they they. She had this whole growth plan that she had with um, her old boss. Her old boss left the company, and then the people who took over kind of dropped the whole plan that she had. And so she, she, she had this idea that she was going to grow. And now she's like, Nope, you're going to, you're stuck as an administrative, like office lead, not even administrative anything. It's like office lead or something like that. Um, so Lane's like this bullshit. I'm out. Um, so, uh, so she, so Laney hosted a party for, with the coworkers brought them all over Saturday night we had uh, we got a bunch of booze, um, had some music. I was playing YouTube DJ, um, <laughs> mixing drinks. And, uh, is, that a, is that a meme? Is that a, <laughs> is that a Reddit thing I don't know yet about? No, I, I just kind of put the two words together right now. Maybe yeah. it is a real oh, thing, but I just I'm on YouTube and I start picking picking songs and then people start talking about whether there's music and i'm like oh i'll find a song that you like you know that, that kind on, of I'll shoot, I'm with, all of a sudden become john wick <laughs> uh but um yeah we had about um i'd say maybe eight people in our in our home which is i mean we have a pretty small place so eight is, eight is decent we played some the, the the one of our co-workers brought um, or let her borrow um like oversized jenga which she basically oh, nice. cut two by fours yeah. into wow. uh, uh, two by fours into like foot longs, and oh, those wow. were the Jenga pieces. To fall on me. I know. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, people were scared. They're like, "Oh no, we're not. We can't play that anymore. <laughs> we can play that once." <laughs> um, then we played. Um, we just played some board, board games, like that one game where you put the phone on your head and people yell are yelling at you, trying to get you to guess it. I don't remember what that one's called, but oh. um, I, I don't know. know. I don't like it very much. I don't like that many people yelling. I'd rather yell at them. <laughs> and so we played another game where um, I can't remember that game either. But uh, <laughs> it, it, you you get you get a card or you get a you get a word and you try to get people get get people to guess the word without saying the word. I mean, it's a pretty standard game. Um, but I like that one because I'm yelling at people. Um, but one of her one of her coworkers, he when he arrived, he was already pretty lit. And he was pretty obnoxious, and so oh, I spent almost all my time just kind of corralling him and trying to keep oh, him yeah. under control. But yeah. at one point, you know, me with drinks, I'm out of control, and he's out of control. We we were wrestling um, in the middle of the, <laughs> <laughs> of the living room. We were just grappling in the fucking middle of the living room. It was fucking hilarious. I mean, at some point, at least I was I was lucid enough to realize that. This this is this could get bad. Like this wasn't going to end well. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like he was drunk, but he um he had he he had high school all he he was in wrestling all through high school. So oh, he had man. he outskilled me, but 
I outstrength. I had more strength than him. So, and I was more sober yeah, than him. Him the gym. So right. So chicken wing. So I was holding my own until I'm like, holy shit! I I felt like my, you know how like in the, the the wrestling like I felt my momentum was gonna go off. Like he's like, oh he he's about to whip my fucking ass. Yeah. So I just powered up. Yeah. So I uh, I took a dive and I'm just like oh man you won yeah, you're awesome you're, you're you got much but more much more skill than I do and shit you know it's like it's like oh that's right that's right you just, mean just better, kind of just like kind of appeasing him <laughs> you did good pal. yeah um, but it, it was, you know it was we fun. know you beat him you would have beat him up you would kill him uh, exactly yeah I was protecting him I didn't want to hurt my guests you know so exactly uh, <laughs> yeah but at one point at one point I'm sure like I think it was only like eleven o'clock. Um, we're all looking around, going, "Where's Lainey? We couldn't find Lainey. What the? She passed out in the bedroom. She just oh went off and just gosh. went and just, just took a nap. Like, it's my party, but I'm fucking tired. <laughs> yeah. What time was it? Eleven? Uh, it was like eleven o'clock at the night. Oh I swear. my gosh. And then, crazy. and then the uh, the pizza shows up, and I'm like, "Who the fuck ordered pizza?" They're like, "I think Lainey ordered pizza." <laughs> Lady ordered pizza and then went to bed. Yeah, she was all fucking like, oh, pizza sounds good. I'm going to order it. And then passed out. And so I went to go get the pizza. And, and um, I bring it up and everyone's like, what the fuck? This is cheese pizza. I'm like, what? did she not order cheese pizza? I'm like, no, she ordered the, 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 the pepperoni and sausage pizza. And we just got a plain fucking cheese pizza. It, it was it was pretty funny. Um, so at that around that around that time... Um, the crazy Kyle guy that was out of his mind, he started spilling drinks all over the place. And so oh, people were just no. kind of, Laney's asleep. I'm pretty drunk. That guy's out of control. So at that point, I get people started leaving. Um, and so. How did you get home? Um, he, um, called one of his friends, a girlfriend, not his girlfriend, but a friend who is a girl. Um, he, he called her over and she, she was there for, for pretty early in the night. Um, nice ass, nice tits. I was flirting with her, and I made out with her at the end of the night before she went home. So, hey now. good shit. Oh, um, then sent her packing, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, bitch, so it, was, it was a good night. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she was she was the one who was in charge of. Actually, no, there was he called two people to come take care of him. Billy hey, and, professional. and Alexis, they, 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 and, but Billy bailed. He's like, nope, hey, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was up to the chick to take care of him. Otherwise, if, if the other guy would have taken him home, she would have spent the night. I would have, yeah. she would have stayed here. But uh, as it, as it turned out, she didn't. And, um, we just, we just passed out. And then we're hung over as fuck the next day while we were over at my parents' house helping them out with oh. shit. It was pretty fun. <laughs> Got on TV, you know, hungover and shit. Yeah, but that that was a highlight of my weekend. On yeah, Sunday, we just we needed, uh, we needed a good weekend action, adventure, stuff like that. It's been a while, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that, that that's right. Her, uh, she made a friend, um, Lainey's coworker, who just got hired like a week before Lainey left. Um, you know, they bonded at work, um, and she hung out with Lainey like the the whole night. Um, when Lainey went to bed, um, Caitlin was right there next to her, just talking to her, you know, and, and, and keeping her company. So she was really cool. She was really chill about it. Um, but then, uh, once, I, once everybody left and I kicked everybody out, um, and I came back to the bed and it was the three of us, I'm like, 
hello <laughs> and then i was like i was like no no laney said no because she's married and it's her friend no no we're not allowed to so then we were passing around because you didn't like dustin hoffman's character in the bachelor <laughs> or the graduate no he had he no he 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 was socially awkward all right i'm not that bad i'm i'm socially um, awkward but not I'm that so <laughs> But Jesus Christ. Christ. so, so we were, um, so Lainey's out, like she's out, she's struggling to stay awake and, and have a conversation. Did you get um, her in the crossface chicken wing. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, Caitlin, who's there, she's kind of she's she's a little tipsy, uh, but we drove her. That's what happened. Yeah, so we we yeah. ended up picking her up, and so she had she didn't have a ride. So she was waiting for her Uber to arrive and I was like, oh, I could take you home. No problem. Because I felt like I was, you know, was like, I was I was very functional. Um, I knew I've been drinking, but I wasn't anywhere like Laney or anything. And I wasn't wobbling. You know, I wasn't I wasn't tips. You know, I, wasn't, I, I could walk normal. I was I wasn't slurring my words. So Laney had a um, a breathalyzer that my dad gave me like five years ago for Christmas. Oh, I always wanted one of those. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so Laney, Laney was at a point one eight. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's no way I'm anywhere near that. I was 0.19. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not they taking anybody home. It's fine, too. It's fucking, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But it, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they talk that Harley. Uh, oh, no. What's that? Talk that Harley. Can't. Tapped out. Cast out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just had like people over, like, my, my mom and dad had watched the Super Bowl, and it was cool because they were kind of getting into it. But, you know, they don't really understand the rules, but just, you know, going back and forth and getting the first downs, they are kind of picking it up. But then they started doing safeties and shit, and then, like, going for two points, and they're like, wait, why is he getting two points? I'm like, fuck, man, uh, explain it. It'd be like Chris trying to watch the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Like, quit, trying, quit fucking the game up, man. They were just about to get it, you know? Keep doing bullshit like that. Uh, but other than that, I'm trying to think of what else. Like, besides that, like, Crew and myself we started a little YouTube channel. We just he just he just posted his out last one a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago. Did oh, did you get that? Did you end up recording the? Uh, I wanted the... to try that, but I think he seems kind of like agitated a little bit about it. Like he'd be mad if I, you know. Yeah, he tried, exactly. To, he's kind of like the little kid was, you know. Uh huh. That's kind of what I was imagining. Kind of funny. I'm like, hey, does that look funny? He's just like, no. I'm like, okay. I'm like, that'd be funny. But I said maybe we would do it with Amy. Because maybe he'd laugh more there, but he was like, and he goes, it's not funny. Like, he was just totally agitated that dad was not getting it. So, like, yeah, maybe not so much. <laughs> but it was funny. Those videos were funny. That was funny. Um, yeah. So, subscribe to my man, Diamond Craziness Pro. I can't, I can't even. It's like Profocution or something. It wasn't even. Yeah. You want to write perfection, I think. Yeah, yeah. I figured it was perfection. perfection. Yeah, I think That's you can change Wait, wait. Like... I'm sorry. Um, I, I have to interrupt. Did somebody just say Profocution? I swear that's did. that's his YouTube channel. Oh, it's it's Pro- maybe craziness for fuck the con or something. Profocution. And this just it, folks. Profocution <laughs> is a word. That's the name of the episode. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like they ever. You never, prof- you never profocuted on a chick before? Profocution. <laughs> Have you ever been profocuted before? <laughs> Man, I got drunk this one time, and this dude totally profuciated me. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Yeah, he was wrestling with me. He was at a wrestling <laughs> <laughs> That one 
Sunday Pro. night, I got prosecuted. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Diamond craziness Profectcon. Profecticon, that's another Profecticon. good word. Yes. I feel like my so vocabulary has gotten greater and greater this night evening. As he says, gotten been... greater. Greater. It's gotten expanded. <laughs> it's been profrufocated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't remember the last couple of weeks before that, too. It's been a long time, so. I think we'll leave it at that. That's a perfect, perfect spot to end right there. right there. Oh, my gosh. We have you profut- profuticated all over the place. Yeah, all <laughs> over your face. Profuticated yeah, all over your face. Yeah, Valentine's just ended, so it's like two There it is, folks. There, man. Ooh, yeah, yeah, everyone's done profuticating. with us. <laughs> we just ran him and ran on all things. All things. <laughs> profuticated. Yeah. We have yeah, we were mixed on the on the graduate, but we all fucking love my man Keanu Reeves. Yep, some John Wick. We'll love to see part three, chapter three, whether it be a prequel or continuation of the story. We're all on board. Keep them coming. That Keanu loves making them, so hey, he loves making them. We love watching them, so keep it going. Let's get it to number two or number one next week. Um, and then I did, like really quick that art of the the organized crime or crime of noise. It's these three this group in Atlanta. I was gonna re- review it really quick. Um, they just help produce like the outcasting. They're, they, they're, they're holding, you know how they have the, um, uh, chemical, uh, Tripod Quest, Daylaw, and, uh, what's that other group? They have a nickname. And it's the whole squad. Yeah, Sulu Nation. So with these guys, they're called the Dungeon Family. It's Outcast, Goody Mob, and these other, and, and the, the group. This group actually created the song Waterfalls. And it's funny because they weren't, uh, with. Like TLC? Yeah. They weren't Dallas, Dallas, Dallas Austin was a producer. Like he, he was their manager, but somehow they they wrote a song for them, and it's like and became their biggest hit. Of this group, but it's cool to see early Outkast and how they came up, and this, and this uh. group like like seeing all these Atlanta artists talking about like yeah, we wanted to put Atlanta on the map. And in fact, Outkast are the are the first group uh, rap group to ever win the Grammy for Record of the Year. Or oh, well. of the year the Grammys, yeah, no one's ever no other rap group's ever done that. So it's a really cool doc. It's on Netflix. Um, like I said, if you're into that evolution show, this like this one popped up right up there too, and it's it's a really cool watch, especially if you're a fan of hip hop. Um, so that's yeah, definitely buy it for a dollar. Cool. Yeah. So um, Wait, sorry, that, I, didn't, I didn't mean I didn't mean yeah, that was an extra. I, I, didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to throw that at the end. To it. Sorry, you can just keep it in there and chop it up. Um, but uh, yeah, that was uh, episode three forty six. It's in the bag. You know, listen, share it, share it to your friends, post on Facebook, retweet it. We're, we are on iTunes still? Yes, iTunes, no? Yes, we're on iTunes. get on Twitter, man. It's not that fucking difficult, man. Just get on there. We're sitting out on the fun. I mean, your boy saying, wait, how's it go? Come on. <laughs> and it's fun, so they came back We ride together. Harley, Marcus Burnett, we profuflicate together. <laughs> <laughs> bad boys for life. <laughs> He's like prof- <laughs> prof- profusicate. Yeah. No, I, please, I hope you use that in your, in your, in your vocabulary. You know, moving all right, forward. I'm gonna we're go. I'm gonna go to school tomorrow. I'm gonna go. All right, kids, <laughs> get out your textbooks. Get out your homework because we're gonna do some profusification. Um, Mr. Teacher, what does prof- prof- you mean? Profusicate. 
Don't worry about it, kid. 